0: Mastic. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock and Roll podcast, we have Among the Ruined. <clears throat> and last year, they released an EP called Despite All Odds and via Collision Course Records. And they've just released a new music video to support the record, and as also, as well, they've got a lot of cool stuff going on. So, we're going to be chatting about uh, the EP Despite All Odds. We're going to be chatting about that new music video. Death of Perseverance, and then also as well, there's a killer music video for Alone in This Tomb, We Are Broken, and I think I'm looking at the tomb right now, but <laughs> P- Patty, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: This a- is great. Absolutely great to have you on, my good man. So I guess maybe take us through, because you guys released the EP, High Hopes, The World Is Crumbling. Uh <laughs> Take us through this yeah. last... Take us through this, like, last year. Like, how have things gone? And we'll start getting into, you know, what is a CP? So take us through the last
1: year. Cool. So, yeah. The last year has been interesting. It's been a um, an interesting time to take our sort of launching first step into a career in the music industry. <laughs> um, but, you know... we. We'd been working on our on our album, Despite All Odds, for, for quite some time, you know, really trying to make it the best we can and take our time with the production and the music videos. Um, we actually recorded and edited the album ourselves. Um, I engineered and edited it. And um, we took our time to, you know, seek out a producer and all that. And just when we'd got everything together, we'd got our marketing plan, our PR and sort of, you know, COVID starts to starts to roll in and we're sort of unsure about the whole thing and we you know we decide to go ahead with our plans and and do the best we can with it and um obviously look it's not it wasn't ideal with how everything has turned out I'm sure for everyone but um you know things are you know yeah it was it's really worked out the best it can and um yeah I don't know what else to say it's it's been good basically. Good first step. We've gotten some good opportunities and um, yeah, we're ready to keep on stepping up. Keep on stepping up. yahoo. Cool. <laughs> I don't know
0: why I called it an EP. It looks like an album to me. There's seven songs and you keep saying album. I don't know why. Maybe somewhere
1: along the line. Aha. The email I received calls it an EP. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's been a sort of topic of discussion ever since we sort of released it. With with people, you know, whether it's an album, whether it's an EP. Some people call it an album. Sometimes people call it an EP. Sometimes we call it either one. It's kind of an extended EP almost. I mean, what's an EP? Like four or five songs, you know? Albums normally like nine, ten songs. Mm-hmm. This is like six with an intro track, so seven tracks. So I don't think anyone really knows what to call it, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. We'll go with album or whatever you like. <laughs> I mean... I'm sure there's somebody out there who knows the answer, Patty.
0: But uh, I technically, all that stuff, all those names came from the days of vinyl records when the music industry was entirely unrecognizable to what it is now. But
1: yes, what, true. Very true. Speaking different of. Different times, different time.
0: Different times, Yahoo. Speaking of which, I am now on your Spotify <laughs> page. And I know, uh, Boris, buddies. That's how you would say his name in, uh, in I'm sure Russian or Ukrainian or whatever, uh, Boris, Boris was very very like we're going to talk about these things, so I want to make sure I hit these things. We want to make sure Boris right. is happy.
1: We will hit those things. I'll hit those sure. things.
0: Um, we will get there. But one of the things I, I I wanted that I noticed on the Spotify page is "False Idols" is the most popular track, and so. Sometimes what happens is that's just because it's track number one. So I go to click on the album and I find out it's actually not track number one. So now I'm thinking that people actually really love this song. Does that surprise you?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Yeah, False Idols was kind of a slow burn and then a bit of a late bloomer and then kind of took off for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Um, it's def well maybe I do know why it's the heaviest track on the album. Maybe that has something to do with it. I'm not sure. Um, you know, obviously, despite all odds and alone, in this tune being the first two singles, um, they had you know most of the popularity in the beginning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then yeah, sort of there was a late surge with with false idols, and we had you know people messaging us saying that it was their favorite song, and you know. We better play it live at our next show and and that kind of thing. So, we we better, and we, hey, we did. So, you know, we had a fun time. But yeah, I get it definitely was a surprise. We were kind of like, what happened? But, you know, we'll take it. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. Perfect. Now, going back to Alone in This Tomb, we are broken. Parenthetically, we are broken. I'm looking at this music video. It's a killer music video. I mean, you guys look, you know, young, vibrant, fresh. Um, sweaty young
1: bucks
0: yeah a bunch of <laughs> bunch of swashling young bucks uh <laughs> it must have been hot when you guys were recording a music video
1: yeah definitely definitely we'd been uh and we you know we try to really give it our all with the energy and you know stomping around and flipping our hair around for, for hours on end nonstop. you know i guess you know you can work up a bit of a sweat <laughs> <laughs> It's the lights uh, on you, you know, have some fun. Yeah,
0: well, it sells it, and I think, you know, I can tell when there's a band who doesn't know that they're supposed to give 137% in a music video, because it just comes across as looking really bad.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know? But or,
1: like, one person's going hard, and then it cuts to shots of the other members, and they're, like, just chilling out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It cuts to the female singer who doesn't know if she should be moving or not. So she's just kind of like doing a sidestep thing. Yeah.
1: together.
0: <laughs> but at least she dressed up. So she's like wearing the boots and stuff. Dun, dun, dun. Cool. Gotta have the look. You got you to have the look. Speaking of the look, take us through these, these, uh, these guitars because you guys are slinging them low, you know, like like James Hetfield. But they, they look like some very unique instruments. Um,
1: what are you guys playing? Um, so I'm playing a, a custom artist, uh, signature Dean. So brand is Dean. Um, it's actually a Jackie Vincent, um, signature guitar previously in, uh, Falling in Reverse. Um, and you know, he, he was, you know, he's one of my favorite guitarists and I've listened to Falling in Reverse, you know, and Escape the Fate since the beginning. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I, I love purple. Purple's my favorite color, and so when I saw it, it met all the specs that I wanted, and I was like, "That is an awesome guitar. I must have that." Um, there was zero in Australia, <laughs> so I actually had to order it on Amazon in America, and my dad at the time happened to be over there, so he could he uh, brought it back for me, which was very awesome. But um, so that's that's mine. Bailey, the uh, the other guitarist. He's got, as you said, a James Hetfield custom signature guitar, um, but uh, in the video, I think it's a uh, Ibanez. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'm not sure about the exact model, but I, I actually just bought a new Ibanez as well, seven string. We're uh, getting into the Genty boys now. uh Oh. Um,
0: <laughs> no, you're not cool. But, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta have like a nine string or a ten string at this point. So.
1: Yeah, well, hey, look, you know, we're taking it. We're taking it back to seven. You know, Good. we're keeping it. Good. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> we
0: tune to a frequency that only cats can hear, uh, which is fantastic. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> cool.
1: Just Sweet. vibrates the earth. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly. You it just, just gotta
1: feel it. Gotta yeah,
0: feel it. it's a guitar, but you can only feel it. Uh, so real
1: musicians only feel the music. You That's know what right. I'm
0: and then a tambourine for some strange reason cool what is this song about is it is it related to the album is it a theme alone in this tomb we are broken so you were broken and then you got into the tomb or you got into Um. the tomb and then and then you were broken at what stage did you get broken and then end up in the tomb
1: um it was a very long process i can tell you that Um, No, Alone in this Tomb is sort of a bit more of like a personal reflection um, of myself, you know, Um, you know, talking about some of the inner struggles that I've had along the way with anxiety and that kind of thing Um, and sort of speaking out sort of that everyone kind of has that and everyone sort of goes through similar things like that along the way Um, and yet... Everyone or most people feel that way, but then everyone feels alone at the same time, even though we're kind of all in the same boat. So, um, yeah, kind of just talking about that in, in a personal sense, but then also in a positive plural sense. Mm
0: hmm. As soon as you said we're all in the same boat, I immediately went to you know this depressing thought of you know after the pandemic, I've now realized that we are all in the same boat, and this boat doesn't ever dock in port, so I can get off.
1: <laughs> it's looking a bit that way. I mean, we can we can only hope. Um, I I feel pretty positive about it at the moment. I think that I think that it's only a matter of time before things all work out, at least to a certain extent so okay. that we can travel and do proper shows again. Um, you know, that's all I want. That's all I can hope for.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. coming from Australia, because you guys locked down pretty hard, uh, you're able to do a bit of touring, correct?
1: Um, sort of, yeah. We're definitely in a much better um, situation than a lot of other countries. Um yeah, we've we've been able to do local shows for quite a while now. At first, they were seated, for a, which for a metal show was interesting, um, uh-huh. to say the least. They they tried to make chair moshing a thing for a little while there. How, um, what? How, what? Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was yeah, head banging, you know, trying to move around in the chair. Yeah, it was it was a whole thing. I don't know about that, but um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't (laughs) yeah just headbanging you know get those horns up there it was weird man I I gotta say it was weird but Mm -hmm. um you know uh people can stand now and and we've played some shows where we've been able to get like a good mosh going and it's really sort of it's felt good it's felt alive you know it's felt like real live music is back again um and you know tours are starting to get announced I'm not I'm not sure if I think yeah tours are starting to happen kind of it's some borders are open and closed, some are not like in Brisbane and Queensland we've been pretty fine for the most part, but I think in Melbourne it's been a bit rocky along the way some of the time, so f- proper tours down to Sydney and Melbourne I think have been not on the table, but I think they are now. Yeah. Um so I yeah, I guess things are definitely pretty more open I think that the tours that are happening are like maybe half capacity or something like that still. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's definitely some restrictions here and there, but it definitely feels very mild compared to pretty much anywhere else that I've seen. You know?
0: Okay. The joke that I heard because you mentioned some cities there, so I'm looking it up. So Melbourne—that's the state of Victoria, right? Yes. Yeah, the Victorians. Yeah, I've I've heard that they're say that. Yeah, they're like the Spice Girls. Everybody's on board except for Victoria. Um <laughs> everybody's putting in the work right now, except for Victoria, so <clears throat> cool the yeah. other The other thing we needed to chat about was death of perseverance and the uh music video, which is a bit of debauchery, full of just sin. No wonder you're among the ruined. I can see why, looking at this <laughs> music video, but. Uh I guess was this film before the
1: pandemic or is this one of the shows that was allowed? How did this come to this, be? This w- this was post COVID. This was a post COVID show. Okay. Um it was seated though. It was seated. We have done we have done a, sh- a couple of shows since that are able to be standing now, but that one at the time was seated. Um it was a sold out show, so it was, a, it was a packed room. Um but all tables and chairs they were able to stand up the back around the bar and stuff but not allowed to like move or dance or or anything um so yeah it was cool but weird at the same time um and yeah it sort it sort of just came together quite quickly that one to be honest we just had a photographer there that we asked if he could shoot some footage for us and um the guys at uac um management their team edited it together for us, and it just sort of came together really qu- really quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Compared to the other two music videos, it was it was great.
0: Mm-hmm. You didn't have to find a purple light and a purple guitar to make you happy, so, you know, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom. That's Boom. It. That's all we needed. Boom! Sweet. Okay. Uh, looks like we have just enough time for a couple more questions. So, one of the other things we were supposed to hit was that you guys are working on a new album, there's a recording process, and there's some plans for 2021.
1: So, go. All right. Um, (laughs) So, you know, we've, over the sort of COVID process, we've taken the time to do a lot of writing, as I'm sure a lot of bands and artists have done. Um, But, we're really excited at the moment, because it's really sort of come down to crunch time. We're, recording the next album there's going to be no debate whether it's a ep or an album this time definitely an album (laughs) definitely the length of an album um and i i'm not i'm not sure what i can say but i'm so excited about it um because just everything is just going to another level pretty much i'm like it's already like the production the, the, the songwriting the 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 diversity in in the sounds and the inspirations that we're sort of all wrapping together and building upon, um, you know, a lot more diversity um, in the in the styles of tracks and in the different sounds and um,
0: yeah, like an ocarina in there.
1: Uh, <laughs> a what?
0: Sorry, an, o- an ocarina. It is a uh, a Latin American instrument. There's a Mexican band, oh. Mexican band actually that uh, we do mixing and stuff. And there was a, a Mexican band that I or work with that actually recorded a real ocarina. Um, <laughs> and up to that point, I just thought it was something in Zelda the ocarina of time. Um, but you that's mentioned, it. you mentioned diversity. So I was looking for something like really out there.
1: Yeah, that, that is out there. That's out there. I, we have, we haven't taken that direction yet, but um, that's an interesting tech. I think, you know, you never know. Um, throw that in there, we'll, maybe we'll do an opera track, a country track, who knows
0: <laughs> You could have
1: didger, um, Do you have any didgeridoos in there? Oh man, that's a good idea We need to capitalize on the Australian thing more, don't we? We need to really own, own being Australian um, Why I th- not? I think Let's get some didgeridoos in there Because it, it kind of has It's not a distorted
0: instrument, but the way that it sounds at least to my ear, I've never heard one in real life but it sounds
1: like it would fit super well in a metal mix Mm. I mean, I I gotta say I haven't even thought about that. But now that you say that, that's an that's an interesting idea. I don't mm. I don't hear a lot of metal bands, um, you know, using didgeridoos. So that could be something different. Yeah.
0: <laughs> instead of a synthesizer playing like a low, I don't know how low they go. But instead of a synthesizer playing certain notes, you could have a didgeridoo playing those notes. Yeah. And then
1: it would. Well, you, yeah. yeah. You, you can get them in different sizes and and different pitches and. And, like, you know, with your lips, you can, like, create, like, different pitches and sounds as well with, like, how you how you blow into it and whatnot. Um, I can I, – I mean, imp- I used to be able to play a didgeridoo, actually. I bet. Um,
0: <laughs> a purple <laughs> I, didgeridoo. Yeah.
1: I wish. That would be awesome. I'll get one. i got to
0: do that. <laughs> exactly. Sweet. Okay, so we got a new album. We're stepping it up a notch. We've got uh, the management team backed behind you. We've chatted yeah. about we've chatted about death of perseverance, the live music video where people were chair moshing. Uh, we've yeah. chatted about alone in this tomb. Parenthetically, we are broken. Uh, what else did we chat about today? We chatted about you mentioned launching a career in the music industry at the right time, uh, which was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yep, and, perfect time. Yeah, and then struggling with anxiety. Though the funny thing is, when you were mentioning it, it almost sounded like it was because there's productive anxiety, like oh, I got to get this done. And then yeah. there's non-productive anxiety where you're just like crippled and you can't get out of bed and you don't know why. So Yeah. Which, I guess yeah. which anxiety was it? Did the
1: pandemic help that at all? <laughs> um hmm. Did the pandemic help that at all? What was what was the first question whether it's like productive or or yeah, not? Yeah, cuz it sounded um,
0: actually like it was productive anxiety and that's actually come up yeah. a few, few times on the show. Like, every emotion is positive if we know how to use it. And anxiety, like anger and whatever else, is actually a positive emotion. It means there's something that needs to be done or something that needs to change. And mm-hmm. if, if we acknowledge that, then, you know, I have an anxiety when I wake up in the morning that I need to record an interview with Patty. Well, I'm <laughs> not, it's not like, oh, God, and I'm crippled. It's like okay, I got to make sure I'm prepared for this interview. I got to make sure I have my talking points. I got to make sure I'm charismatic
1: and that I get along with Patty. Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of like guilt. Like, um, I think, you know, guilt can be a very valuable tool in a lot of ways because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you guilt yourself into making sure that you, that you get what you need to get done and that you're meeting, you know, your own standards and your own goals and, and that you're not letting other people down and, yeah. You know, it can, it, can, it can definitely work for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying there. Um, and I definitely think that my anxiety does have a positive effect. Um, I don't think that that was necessarily the inspiration for the song. Right. Um, although there is a little bit of a positive spin thrown in there um, of kind of trying to be a bit positive um, that, you know, everyone... As I said, is in the same boat and sort of, yeah, we need to, you know, communicate more and, and sort of be there for each other a little bit more. Um, but yeah, to, like talking personally about like my own stuff, um, it's, yeah, it's definitely more the, the negative stuff that I, 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 I don't let it hold me back and I manage it and I keep it under control. But, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I haven't really thought about anxiety in that way before, but, You're totally
0: right with them. Well, the the funny thing you mentioned, too, uh, is the guilt factor because it is a productive, very positive emotion that has been abused by Mm. certain factions of society. To Parents as well. Yeah. (laughs) Parents, religion, politics. They've taken this very productive emotion that's like, oh, man, I should have done that. You know what? Next time, I'm going to do that. And, like, it's it's a productive thing into, like – Wow, that's another rabbit hole to get down. How
1: Yeah, it can it can definitely be, you know, used as a weapon as well.
0: Um, yeah.
1: You know, for for good and for bad, so mm-hmm. it's uh it's a tricky one. But, you know, it can definitely be used positively, and I think um my own guilt is mostly used very positively and productively, so I um, I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: That's right, baby. Okay. <laughs> baby. Bibi, I think we've chatted about everything. Is there anything I missed that you, you wanted to chat about, Patty?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. Go, I, didn't, I mean, you know, all the standard stuff. Check us out and whatnot. <laughs> check Check us uh, out, baby. Baby. Yeah, I play in a band, guys. Have a listen. I play in a band, man. <laughs> check us I'm out. Dead.
0: Sweet. Okay. Well, then, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today, Patty. Cool. Cheers for having me, man. This is fun.